KC Covers Country. Miranda Lambert is who we're talking about today. And as I started looking into the story, I think I've talked about her interesting family dynamic once before. Because tell me, wasn't it that like her parents were going to get divorced, but then it was because of like a song that she wrote that they ended up getting back together? That sounds great. There was something along those lines. I don't actually know, but that that sounds like a great story. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of course. She gets those together with her song. Her own little Hallmark movie. I got to look back on that because there's definitely something there. But we have mentioned before that Miranda Lambert will cry anytime that she's performing the song. House to Build Me. House to Build Me. Yeah. And there is a reason behind the song that I never knew about, or I guess maybe a reason behind her emotions for the song that I never knew about. But first and foremost, just to be clear, she didn't write this song. It was actually written and pitched for Blake Shelton, and they were together at the time. Mm-hmm. She heard it. It struck a chord, and she said it like described her childhood to a T, so she kind of stole it from him, which, you know, whatever. Good work. Good work. <laughs> and, yeah, because that song got huge. Yeah, it did. But what pulls on her heartstrings the most about it is that that home that she's singing about was actually taken in foreclosure from her family. What? And that's why it kind of means so much because there was never any real closure with her family for that home that she grew up in. Her parents were, or I don't know if they still do, but they worked as private investigators in Texas. Mm -hmm. I guess it was a bad season or I don't know. But it cost them everything. And after that, after they left that house that built her, They were homeless, had to kind of stay with people that they knew for a little bit, but eventually found a man who said, hey, you can live in my rental property as long as you fix it up and renovate it. You can live there for free. Oh. And while they lived there, they hunted on the land and used the land for gardening. And that's literally how they survived. That's crazy. Which so much explains, I think, Miranda's grittiness and her kind of stubborn but strong personality because I think she's really been through it in a way that she hasn't spoken out about. And I think that song means a lot more to her and for ways that we didn't understand. I think sometimes it's easier for us to kind of laugh about, oh, she's going to sing that song. Mm -hmm. She's going to cry again for sure. But there's obviously something so much deeper to it. Imagine Blake Shelton singing that song. Imagine that as a Blake Shelton song. Do you think it would hit the same? No. I don't think so. And Over You was kind of the similar way, right? It was yeah. about his brother, kind of something that he came up with and she kind of took it on as well. Yes. Wow. Exactly. Two huge songs. You know, you think about the, the house that built me. How random would that be? Would you let somebody in if they just walked up to your door? Like, hey, this is my house. Can I check it out? This is my house growing up. Would you let them in? I actually think I would. Well, I also think, I don't know. I think wherever you come from, it depends on Current house, maybe not. Um, The (laughs) the house that actually built me, I've thought about that, like going back and knocking on the window. On the window. window. That's what I used to do. We used to knock on the window. Knocking on the basement window. (laughs) The kiddie playroom. (laughs) They're not going to let you in. Excuse me. Uh, this is the house that built me. <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> I've thought about it, though. I think they've renovated it so much over the years. I can see as I drive by if the lights on and the windows open or whatever. But Gosh. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's such a cool story. Such a good song. Yeah. And after, you know, all their family's financial troubles and things, at 19 years old, Miranda went on that singing competition show, Nashville Star. And after that, the rest is history. Her family never really had to worry about their living situation again, which is great.
So Miranda's got you. Miranda's got you. However, don't let Remy in if he comes knocking on your windows. I don't know why I said that. That was really weird. Like, I got candy. The CMT awards were on last night, and I like the CMTs because they seem to be the most chill, fun, laid back country music award show. And it's fan voted, which I think every award show should be because it seems a little bit more authentic to the consumer, right? So the day started off hot. As Kelsey Ballerini let everyone know, she tested for COVID. Oh, she was supposed man. to be the host. So they did what they did last year. They called Kane Brown. And Kane Brown stepped it up and filled in spots where Kelsey couldn't. But then CMT really stepped it up. They built a whole set in Kelsey's driveway, a stage, a red carpet, everything. And if you didn't know better when you saw it on the show... It looked real. That's hilarious. It looked like she was there. I saw a picture of her and Morgan standing outside of the little uh-huh. setup, and it legit, you would, I, I thought it was there. I would have never known. He's just standing there drinking a beer, and she's in her getup. Right. Does she live in a neighborhood? She, it, honestly, it looks like she does. I was ima- Imagine being her neighbor, <laughs> looking outside. Oh, they're building the, they're building the set for Kelsey CMT tonight. Again. It's that ballerini girl. <laughs> yeah. But if you miss the list of award winners, the big winner of the night, so the big, it's like a, it's CMT, so it's all videos of the year, you know? The big winner of the night was Jason Aldean, Carrie Underwood, If I Didn't Love You. Female video went to Miranda Lambert, If I Was a Cowboy. Also, Miranda Lambert performed If I Was a Cowboy last night, and I feel like she's really getting back to her uh, her roots whenever she first entered country music. I feel like she's playing that Texan card really hard, but I love it. Also, Cody Johnson, double fisting awards last night. He had a male video of the year, and also he has something else, too. Maddie and Tay won. Their acceptance speech, I think, made everyone cry. It shot to Carrie Underwood in the crowd. She was had tears running down her face because Maddie had to accept the award by herself as Tay is still recovering from her long last few months of delivering her baby super early at 28 weeks and now she's on maternity leave and I like that they won this award because I feel like it's always Florida Georgia Lion or always Dan, or Dan and Shay, and, Shay. and plus I I'd think I'd be okay with Brothers Osborne too in this situation but I think it's time for Maddie and Tay I know it's Maddie time. and Tay have worked really hard for this so it was like kind of a breakthrough moment for them and you could see that in Maddie's acceptance speech and she's just crying she can't handle it she looks up they have Tay on the like zoomed in on the big screen and she's like oh my god <laughs> did you pump yet <laughs> and that was really cute also Parker McCollum won breakthrough video of the year I'm really proud of artists like Parker McCollum and Cody Johnson as they've worked so hard to represent this red dirt genre of country. Mm-hmm. And now it seems like they're really breaking through. You meet just mentioned Cody Johnson's speech. And I have a quote from it because it's something that caught my attention as well. When he was accepting one of his awards, he said, my goal with this is to take authentic brands of country music that I've spent my whole life developing. This cowboy hat's not fake. The belt buckle's not fake. It's 15 years. And that means what I'm doing is working and somehow this brand or what I would call like a subgenre like red dirt country music is somehow being accepted into that pendulum swing basically meaning that a lot of times on country radio or mainstream country music you're not seeing those uh, underground Texas artists but in reality they are the most pure form of country mm-hmm, music mm-hmm. because it 
sounds the most traditional, I guess. Yeah. I can't imagine spending 15 years like Cody Johnson was, who's now a huge deal in the yeah. music industry, but to just grind it out like that, really against the grain. Like, mm-hmm. nobody wants you. Nobody wants the style that you're putting out there, but he just keeps doing it, and now he's and one how, of the biggest superstars. Yeah. How wild for him and artists like Parker or yeah. Poe Wetzel to be selling out stadiums in the Houston state of Texas, Rodeo. but then they go up to Missouri, and they're not... They're not getting anything. Yeah. Like now, finally, we're seeing that Cody Johnson's played at uh, Chaffetz and this, that, and the other. However, the music industry is wild. It's wild. <laughs> it is so, so wild. Crazy. But this is what this is the music that people are craving right now. I think this is the the evolution is quite literally the country music's future is going to be country music's past. Mm-hmm. It's going to move backwards in the way that it sounded and the way that it used to wow, sound. Wow, that was super philosophical, Casey. Thank so you. Deep. <laughs> so deep. You can catch all the highlights on our socials. Follow us at 92.3 WIL. So Carly Pierce has been having a huge couple of years winning Female Vocalist of the Year as well as some other big awards, releasing a hit album, playing at Jingle Fest, and now she's coming back to St. Louis to open for Kenny Chesney on May 7th at Bush Stadium, and we've got her on the phone. So, I would like to introduce to you Carly, Carly Pierce. Yes. Hello. So, how are things? You're out on the road. You're coming here to St. Louis with Kenny Chesney. Life is good. Oh my gosh. I am so excited. Can't believe it's already here. Tell us how that call goes when Kenny calls you and he's like, hey, you want to come on tour with me? You freak out and run around and he's the biggest deal in the country touring world. He's a huge deal. He's actually legendary. And you got to be a part of something legendary. You got to join Leanne Rhymes on her latest CMT Crossroads special. I love her so much and I've always loved her so much. Yeah, Leanne is definitely one of a kind. But something else I think is pretty unique is the styling of your stage setup and the costume design for your shows because we've seen you rocking a lot of the high necklines with the string bows and your band in matching suits behind you. It feels like you're paying homage to all of the classic country artists that came before you outside of doing that with the music. Are there any artists or eras in time that maybe inspire you whenever you're planning this stuff out? Oh my gosh, yes. I tend to back from the 60s, 70s era, just looking at old photos from Opry and what everybody used to wear. And then also Dolly and Loretta and all of those girls. They had such amazing, timeless outfits that I just been trying to put them back. Well, I think you're definitely doing a good job at it. And I think it's trying to mesh that classic visual, but also a storyteller vibe. I have a really weird question. So celebrity flights to space are a thing right now. If you were ever approached to do like the Blue Origin flight to the to the edge of the atmosphere or whatever and do that zero G experience for however many minutes they get to do that, would you ever do that? A thousand percent ever. Never. <laughs> so what what what's the what's the reservation? Is it heights? Is it just the fear of maybe, you know, dying or um, you know, fear of dying. I feel like I feel that way already every time I get to the airplane. I do that enough, so I don't really want to go continue to go up. Gosh, I would never do that. Well, we know what you will be doing, performing on May 7th at Bush Stadium with Kenny Chesney and Old Dominion and Dana Che, and we really cannot wait to see you there. Oh, thank you. See y'all soon. Once again, Billy Ray Cyrus got that achy, breaky heart. Say it ain't so. His wife, <laughs> Tish, has filed for divorce. Oh, no. So they actually told People Magazine together, it is after 30 years, five amazing children, and a lifetime of memories that we have decided to go our separate ways. It's not with sadness, but with love in our hearts. And we have grown up together, raised a family we're proud of, and now it's time to create our own paths. We'll always be family and look forward to a continued 
sharing experience as friends and parents. So, fun fact, they've actually filed twice before in the past, um, but never fully, like, you know. Never went through with finalized everything. Finalized the things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they are quoting it irreconcilable, irreconcilable. Irreconcilable. Thank you. Differences. And I personally kind of commend them. I recently heard someone say, you know, decades of happiness and building a healthy family and sustaining a friendship with your significant other doesn't make a divorce a failed marriage at all. And I can totally see the Cyrus family all staying friends, like still doing holidays together and stuff because they're all super hippy-dippy progressive. They, they're they a part of their own little world and they don't seem to let other people affect them. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he live like super off the grid? I think so. I think he lives kind of like way off the grid and they have like their own little like, like community kind of together. What a dream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, they've been together since they were kids. Five kids together too. Yeah. I can only imagine how much you change after 30 years. And so I'm, I'm kind of shocked that they stayed together this long, and I'm sure their kids think nothing of it either. Yeah. Also nice to hear that they're, like, even, he's 60 years old, so even at 60, you can still go on your own path from there. You yeah. Know what I mean? Not not saying that that's something I want to do, but just that there is so much more life to live at that point in your life, so. Exactly. Do you think so. he said, ready, set, don't go? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Butterfly fly away. <laughs> Did you have to look those up? No. Come on, Casey. I don't know. Those are like Hannah Montana adjacent some gave, songs. Some, some gave all. He's moving to Old Town Road, let's be honest. Anyway. I see what you did. <laughs> I think that um, it's cool how they have just decided to share it and say, you know what? Out of love, this is our decision. I don't know. Tish and Billy Ray, they hit me as a loving couple to begin with, so I have nothing negative to say about it, and I'm kind of excited to see where they each go in their own separate ways, even though we know as a family they're going to always stay together. 92.3 WIL, new country for the STL, and it's Remy, Casey, me, and our good friend, Jordan Davis. Yes. Hey, hey, how y'all doing? We're doing well. You're you're back out on the road, and uh, I got to start off by saying, what was it like performing with Luke Bryan on stage at the CMAs? I mean, that had to be a pretty awesome feeling for you. Man, it was awesome. Uh, you know, that was my first ever award show performance, so oh, wow. I was pretty nervous. Uh, but you know, it's always good to have Luke there. He can uh, he can kind of ease a lot of tension, keeps things pretty light. I do want you to know that since that song was up for Song of the Year, you had some big fans in here rooting for you <laughs> and really upset when you didn't win it. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank y'all very much. I mean, you know, to just be nominated for Song of the Year is something that I never thought would happen. You know, it's kind of a pipe dream, but. I mean, it really was. The nomination was a win for us. I'm, I was happy for Laney. I love that song. Either way, it, a, a Louisiana, a Louisiana native won it, so that's awesome. So you went to LSU, right? I did. And you were an environmental uh, science major. What did you want to be if it wasn't going to be music? You wanted to buy dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I sure wanted to keep it. Uh, that's for sure. I was probably going to go work for an oil and gas company, either in Texas or South Louisiana. But that was my, my, I guess you could say my dream position coming out of college would have been on the health and safety side of a drilling rig. Gotcha. I was going to say, you could probably make more money in oil and gas than, <laughs> than being an artist. But... 100%. 100%. <laughs> Maybe less fulfilling. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so LSU honored you this year, which is super exciting. But what is it going to be like in your household someday if one of your babies grows up to say, you know what, Dad? Going to Ole Miss. Going to Alabama. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Alabama's off limits. 
I can handle Ole Miss. I can handle Ole Miss or Mississippi State. Uh, I have family that go to both of them, but uh, Alabama is forbidden in the Davis household. I'll accept Auburn, but not Bama. Wow. wow. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Jordan, this may yeah. be a little personal, but I'm curious about the beard. How do you get it to look that good? Like, it, it's it's not sticking out in different ways. It's not curly or anything. It just looks always on point, and I'm kind of jealous of it. Yeah, well, actually, you know, it's just like a Velcro thing, so I just take it off oh, on all and every day. So I just kind of, that's why it looks so manicured. Secrets. All the sense now. <laughs> Secrets out. I wish I could take credit for it, man. I got to give that up to my mom and my dad and my genetics, you know. I, I use a lot of beard oil. Okay. But other than that, it's uh, pretty much just shampoo, beard oil. I guess my dad could grow a good beard, so I just got it from him. Do you ever feel like it's one of those things, like, if you ever got a wild hair to just shave it off, you could totally go out to Walmart and not be recognized for, like, a month? <laughs> oh, 100%. Like, if I ever... It's part of the brand know, now. Kinda, yeah, it's, like, good and bad. It's, like, you know, if I ever... I don't know if I ever need a reboot. It's just like I'll shave my beard and just be a totally different person. Uh, Jordan, when we named my son Leo... We wanted to include both grandfather's middle names, so he's Leo James Thomas. And I noticed that you also have two middle names. Is there meaning behind that? Should we be worried about yeah. any kind of like legal stuff later <laughs> in life that he's going to have issues with? Or so I will. That's awesome that he's that he's a, a four namer. Yeah, my whole family. We're my brother and my sister. We all have four names. It gets a little tricky on licenses. Uh, so like when I remember whenever I got my fake ID, I never had a secondary, uh, like form of identification because it, it took my two middle names. So it was Jordan Carl Wheeler and it left off Davis. So I couldn't use like a debit card or anything. So like, he's going to have that problem with a fake ID, which is, too, I probably shouldn't tell you that. But, uh, <laughs> there's a few like little hiccups, but that was, that was us too. So I'm named after my mom's dad, so my grandfather. Okay, because I, I looked up Carl, Carl Wheeler, Wheeler, and it ends up that this there's a guy named Carl Wheeler who is in the music business, who's like a who's like a studio guy. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought maybe he was like influential in your family or something, but I guess <laughs> no, that's not the case. No. <laughs> yeah, he, I'm named after my mom's dad and my brother. Uh, his middle name is Joseph Little, and he's my dad's dad. So yes, both grandfathers are our middle names. Very cool. So I know that nobody's probably ever asked you this before, but how do you feel about performing by dirt at a wedding here coming up soon? I'm in, man. I'm in. Let's do it. Like you, I, I, I did it in New York. Seriously? I support, like there was some, it was after we did Fallon and there was a wedding in New Jersey and they like, we're like, Hey, we see you're doing Fallon tonight. We're getting married and we're, our first dance is by dirt. So I've reached out to a friend, one of her friends through Instagram and I was like, Hey, I'll come out and play that song if they want me to. So I went and did it. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, make sure you plan a show in St. Louis, maybe like next spring, maybe April, May, something <laughs> okay. like that. So we'll, hey, we'll rock and roll. That's awesome. Though. <laughs> yeah. Dude, if Jordan Davis showed up to your wedding, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> <That'd> be <amazing. laughs> Let's do it, man. I'm, that'll, that'll be fun. I, I don't know. I don't, shoot, I don't even know what I got going on this weekend, though. That's my problem. Verbal contract here. I'm just writing this down. Yeah. Verbal contract. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, we are super excited to see you here in St. Louis at the factory in May on Cinco de Mayo actually so we're definitely gonna have some tequila shots waiting for you 100 percent. i've never met a tequila shot that i don't like so <laughs> I'm, I'm in and yeah like we love playing in st louis so it's gonna be a lot of fun jordan we appreciate you for taking some time out of your day and talking to us absolutely thank y'all for having me on casey covers country peloton let's go this holiday 
with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.